Good morning from the heart of New York City. This is Food School Podcast. Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner Podcast. A podcast dedicated to one thing to learn and apply to eat better daily. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself That Today, your personal nutritionist, your personal health and wellness coach, your personal fatless guru, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion for healthy eating, healthy food, nutrition, and just feeling your best, looking your best, and performing your best on all levels. And guys, what we put on uh, in our bodies uh, on a daily basis, several times a day uh, on our plate, what we put on our plate really influences how we feel, how we perform uh, mentally and physically, and how we look, of course. Today's episode is dedicated to the book that I've recently finished and I was really excited to read it. It's called um, Play On, The New Science of Performance at Any Age by Jeff Birkovici. Basically, the book is about the concept, not so much the concept as a fact that athletes, for example, professional athletes perform better at later and later age, meaning that uh, there are Wimbledons won by older athletes, athletes are able to perform uh, on a world-class level at a later and later age, and um, the journalist Jeff Birkovici wanted to find out why is it happening, what's going on, what are they doing differently uh, to perform the best at older age and what we all can learn from them uh, to also start performing better no matter how old we are and uh, getting better at things, at performing mentally and physically no matter how um, old we are. Um, And I want to share with you, of course, pieces uh, about food, about diet, about nutrition that um, athletes use more and more uh, these days and they're proven to be beneficial, not just some hype. Uh, But also I want to give you a few concepts about your own training, how you you can perform better no matter what age you're at. So about food. There are just a few concepts that really work across the board. The rest is, you know, pure speculation. Nobody knows if it really works or not. Um, Like some of the concept that nobody really knows how it works or if it works for everyone um, because it's not used across the board. Like things like alkaline eating or uh, low-carb eating um, or ketogenic diet um, or eating and not eating certain foods uh, from dairy to gluten to certain fruits to um, uh, even things like, I don't know, mushrooms. You know, some athletes really go deep into that and get their genome analyzed and based on that uh, their diet are built and they exclude certain foods not even uh, certain food groups and yes sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but the benefits are really hard to measure because the effects are uh, either placebo or non-existent but there are a few things that all of the athletes especially athletes at older age do when it comes to diet. Like for example, 
Think number two, avoiding GMO foods. And you know, there is a lot of debate going on about genetically modified organisms or genetically modified foods. Uh, but um, what most scientists agree on is genetically modified foods are not recognized by our body the same as uh, naturally produced by Earth's organism and what it means especially for athletes for whom energy levels are very very important for their performance because they give everything to their performance that's their living right so GMO food uh, take more energy for for our body to digest assimilate get the nutrients from them uh, and energy that can be spent elsewhere on our work on our life physical and mental performance so GMO foods genetically modified organisms you want to avoid them as much as possible and professional athletes do just that then you want to avoid as much as possible of course processed foods especially you know processed carbohydrates like sugars or processed grains more and more athletes not necessarily follow a low carbohydrate diet or keto diet but they try to avoid as much as possible uh, processed sugars processed grains and any kind of processed foods because it negatively affects their performance and especially recovery time and also the uh, their chance to get injured so uh, no processed stuff no junk foods athletes are um, really careful about that uh, when it another thing that a lot of athletes do not include and that kind of goes into a lot of processed foods bad fats you know trans fats fats like canola oil like uh, sunflower oil soybean oil what's called vegetable oils um, you know all the hydrogenated oils basically everything but uh, oils like uh, olive oil or avocado oil or coconut oil you know all this uh, uh, manufactured fats from soy, from sunflowers, sunflower, safflower, canola oil, all these oils increase inflammation and that's proven to affect performance and especially recovery time again that is very important for athletes especially but also for anyone who is interested in getting the most energy and getting the most recovery mentally and physically so bad fats, GMO, processed sugars are not on the list on the menu of professional athletes and shouldn't be on yours either. But what do athletes pay attention to and what they eat? Of course, you know, a lot of vegetables, a lot of good proteins. By the way, protein, the older the athlete, the more protein they seem to need for recovery because the body just stop absorbing and assimilating protein uh, as well as as it does when the organism in our body is younger so um, after you know and around each workout um, each game um, where performance is concerned athletes make sure that they consume good quality protein and especially more and more science coming out and more and more athletes like Kobe Bryant are on it bone broth gelatin collagen all these words they're not just words they're not just fat diets you know our grandparents used to drink bone broth either in uh, soups that they would prepare they would eat gelatin that is made by boiling uh, the carcasses or bones of different animals um, doesn't sound too tasty 
but you know I love bone broth I drink it daily uh, I either buy it or I also have my protein shakes from ancient nutrition it's keto protein shakes but based on bone broth chicken bone broth so I consume that daily but guys for recovery um, especially when physical recovery is concerned if you want to keep your body healthy your muscles healthy perform well and recover well your tendons your ligaments everything even your muscle tissues have collagen um, between them so if you don't get enough of that uh, your body has hard time uh, repairing your muscle tissue and that of course affects everything from your energy production because muscle is the biggest storage of mitochondria energy producing plants of your cells but also of course a lean body mass contributes to less body fat and just better performance and in um, for many many years uh, of your life um, so bone broth collagen uh, you know get it look it up um, the best companies the best brands again I drink mine with my protein shake by ancient uh, nutrition another thing is creatine that is proven that is it's been around for ages but um, it's proven to affect mental and physical performance, helping your body to create uh, energy. So a lot of athletes would consume it uh, and three, five milligrams of creatine. You don't need a lot. Um, but yeah, creatine, make sure that if you want to supplement, supplement with creatine for mental and physical performance. Uh, it can be found in animal products, but because of increased demands on our bodies and our brain uh, and because of our diet is not always perfect, most people do not get enough of it nearly as much as they need. And of course, you know, professional athletes, they are on it because their their demands on their bodies and their brain nervous system are super high. So creatine, bone broth. When it comes to BCAAs though, um, the science is very, um, I don't know, <laughs> there is just not a lot of science, actual science about the effect of BCAAs on any kind of performance, recovery, uh, or even preserving clean body mass. So um, now they speculate BCAAs, as big as they are, might be a waste of time. You are much better of consuming your protein from whole foods than adding BCAAs. It might actually, um, some studies show that it might delay the recovery of your muscle tissue of your heart workouts. So just think about it. Uh, and then of course, a huge, huge thing for athletes and people who are interested in the best performance are vitamins and minerals, but especially vitamins like vitamin D and especially minerals like magnesium that is involved in DNA repair and energy product production um, cycle. So vitamin D, magnesium and zinc those uh, minerals and vitamins are very very important for recovery for energy production and if you're feeling fatigued all the time they make make sure you're not deficient or just start taking magnesium zinc uh, vitamin d uh, 
athletes are on it and I highly recommend you to do the same. I'm taking my magnesium, my zinc, my electrolytes and I'm getting in the sun often and taking my multivitamin that has vitamin D so maybe that's why I'm always full of energy. Who knows, right? Uh, but other than that, guys, uh, bone broth, gelatin, consuming enough protein, uh, vitamin D, magnesium, zinc, uh, creatine, avoiding uh, GMO, avoiding processed crap and processed sugar, processed grains, uh, um, bad factory fats, vegetable oils. Um, other than that, the diet of athletes are pretty much, you know, pretty much the same as uh, all we is all we do when we start eating healthy. A lot of vegetables, a lot of healthy fats, a lot of healthy proteins from whole foods, organic of the best quality that works for professional athletes for maximum recovery and maximum performance and that works for everyone across the board. Uh, and um, the last piece of today's lesson is on training and it's really going to be a small one. Uh, the concept that you want to uh, take away uh, for your training, you know, athletes use all kinds of stuff for recovery and for performance like um, compressed blood flow uh, training that's called katsu uh, or transcranial direct current electrical stimulation um, and uh, you know all kinds of stuff that works but not accessible to most people or doesn't really work or nobody knows if it works like cryotherapy nobody really knows if it's effective or beneficial for training and recovery really but what works and what most professional athletes are really focused on with their coaches and trainers recovery so you need to work not only on your training, but you need to make sure that you sleep enough, that you include some mobility work like yoga or tai chi or walking uh, uh, on your off hours. You know, training more is not always better because recovery is more important. And the older the athlete gets, the more they pay attention not to training so much, but to smart training and recovery. And then another concept when it comes to training is polarized training, meaning only about 20% of your training should be high intensity when you challenge yourself and you really go hard at it. And the rest of the training should be really slow and kind of like recovery. You know, if you're a runner, you should be doing only 20% of your runs at your highest intensity. And the rest is slow running, walking, yoga, and all of that. And then, uh, Periodization of training is also a huge thing for all the athletes, meaning there are periods of your training when you, you know, go heavier, when you train harder, when you challenge yourself more often. And then there is like kind of like off season when you just maintain what you got and stay active to allow your body to recover and restore the reserves. So recovery is a huge thing in um, among professional athletes, among professional coaches, and things like sleep, like massage, like cold therapy seems to work, seems to help with recovery and meditation, you know, this distress, distressing <laughs> uh, techniques. But yeah, periodizing of training, meaning training um, heavier and harder, 
during peak seasons and then taking it easy polarizing kind of the same concept when you train only 20% of your time the hardest at highest intensity and then the rest of the time it's slow work it's mobility work like yoga it's slow runs uh, uh, lifting lighter um, and then recover 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 so um, hope you found this episode useful and interesting the book play on how to perform um, better at any age yeah the new science of performance at any age by jeff birkovici i'm gonna post the links at sh- in the show notes so very interesting books there are a lot of concepts um, like about for example self-talk and how it helps to perform better at any uh, level and perform for longer uh, at any age uh, a lot of interesting concepts and uh, the you know the author talks about nutrition about training about recovery and a lot a lot of interesting stories about professional athletes like Andre Agassi and others who seem to possess an earthy talent for their sport right um so check it out if you have any questions uh, if you want more information about what we've talked about today shoot me email to angela at create yourself that today angela at create yourself that today and have an awesome week it's monday guys uh have super healthy eating habits this week it's monday if not now then when <laughs> and till next time eat better daily.